Welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the number one show for gray hat hackers and Patreon backers. Big Facts No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. No cap. Okie dokie. Artichokey. Huh? Said artichokey. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's get back this. Let's get back in the zone. We gotta stop doing guests back to back. No, Adrian, you're not seeing double. I, I brought a guest. Is that a good intro? Does that work? <laughs> Paul and I are basically twins. <laughs> Yeah, um, Paul and I like to do the thing where we freak people out and pretend like there's a mirror, and mm. and we and we like hold our hands up and. Uh, oh, I forgot visual jokes aren't aren't, aren't going to work. Well, you guys but... have parent traps in people, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we Zach and Cody all the time. I'll go to his job. He'll go to my job. It's hilarious. even though you're like pretty obviously like look different, even as twins. You can tell the difference between them. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like I guess in that sense you are very much like a Zach and Cody. <laughs> I mean, our code is basically the same, you know, so mm-hmm. like you, 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 you can just control V, control C all day and no one would notice. I mean, I'm not trying to like shame any like kids retroactively, but like one was like six pounds heavier than the other. Like, it's <laughs> obvious which one was which. <laughs> we and Ben are the exact same size though. That's yeah, true. I was say, you guys seem pretty more, you seem more even in weight. <laughs> I am losing weight and Paul is ballooning. It's, it's depressing. I really am. I'm getting fat, Adrian. Oh God, Paul, we can only have one fat co-host. We can't have two fat co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would attack Ben like that. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. How, how, how is that diabetes going, Adrian? Oh man, it's killer. <laughs> I would laugh, but seems seems a little matter of fact <laughs> it pushes me higher on the uh on the covid vaccine list so he's laughing now nice. non-diabetics normies <laughs> damn i wish i was that close to death fuck <laughs> really diabetes is the millennial disease in that sense <laughs> all right paul said we'd have to sit next to each other you kind of have to cuddle up a little bit all right i told him we we'd, we'd be like um same ciders at like a restaurant and you're oh, like, you're like kind who of the fuck goes on a date and sits on the same side of the booth yeah, and, yeah. and you just get mad the whole time you are you doing ben's pet peeves about. yeah ben's pet peeves absolutely uh same same ciders i cannot deal with that shit it is awful um people who um will will ping me at work and they say how's it going i'm like doing good how are you and they say good morning I'm like, what the fuck do you want from me? Are we just going to chat or are just going to exchange pleasantries? I actually, I agree with that one so much. You get one, you get one small talk on the, like, on the Skype messenger. And after that, or a lot of people use Microsoft Teams now, whatever you use, you get one small talk thing. After that, you get to the point. Small talk. We're not buddies. You you get one hello or a how are you, but you can't do a hello. Then when I reply, hello, do a how are you. You do hello, how are you, or start with a how are you. I just don't think I have enough office culture in my life to have this issue. Although I did have that once where I had to, um, I was a reference for one of my undergrads who's graduated and is getting a government job. So I had to have a phone call with a, an employer 
And uh, he asked me how I was doing, and then he asked me how my holidays were. And I was like, that, and that was like about half of the conversation, too. It was a very quick call. <laughs> so I was like, we didn't need to do any of that. I'm, I'm just very lonely, Adrian. <laughs> I was about to say, about yeah. He didn't go connection. anywhere for the holidays, so I think he was, uh, I think he was just pining for some for some company some of that juicy sweet small talk baby yeah yeah chef's kiss and then the uh and then the others yeah related to the first thing ben said i, I don't know have you guys run into couples who sit together in the back seat of a car because i've run into a couple that i was like driving them somewhere and i drove and then they sat Did they together taxi driver in the back you? They taxi drivered me, and I've never been more angry. Ooh. Notoriously, since high school, we would make jokes if Paul was driving that, like, Hunter and I would sit in the back, and Paul would be like, no, 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 I'm not driving if, if you guys both sit in the back. <laughs> yes, but it was funny when you guys did it. These, this couple did it uh, not as a joke. <laughs> not as a joke about taxi drivering me. They legitimately were that lamely into each other. I don't like it. That's beautiful, man. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna love. I'm gonna go anti-pet peeve. I like when, um... Two couples sit in the front seat and one's driving and they uh, hold hands while they drive somewhere. That's always oh, adorable. I thought that was going a completely different direction. <laughs> road, road dome, duh. You call it road dome instead of road head? I feel like that's... Is that like one of those things where you learn if somebody's like from the Midwest or from, from the, the East Coast? Or the West Coast? Uh, road, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's in the New York Times, like use y'all and you all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they say, do you say road head or road dome? And that'll, that'll we call it Cracker Jack. <laughs> We call it pop. We call it road pop right here. Road pop, baby. Are we doing a? Uh, are we doing Adrian's greatest hits from uh, <laughs> when I got second place in that stand-up competition with that excellent joke? Uh, I've been asking my girlfriend for roadhead a lot. She usually says no. I'm trying to figure out why. I think it's because I ride my bike everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's amazing. Thank you. Didn't a magician? Didn't a magician beat you and Phil multiple years for first? Shut place? up. <laughs> no, he won once. <laughs> Don't bring up these memories. <laughs> What a, what a, what a indictment of your guys' skill that a magician uh, an, could be. It's an indictment of how things are judged in this goddamn country. <laughs> goddamn. I'm so sorry. That had yeah. to be a huge blow to the ego. Oh, That's no, a I great joke, but I, I mean, how did that quarter get behind my ear? Explain that, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some metaphysics level shit right there. All right, are we supposed to do introductions at some point? Oh, yeah. Ben, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. To the audience and to me, because uh, I barely know you. <laughs> I know. Um, well, hello everyone. I'm Ben. Uh, I go by Ben Theory Online. I am a bug bounty hunter and uh, web application penetration tester. <laughs> web how application many, penetration tester. How many years into doing that does it stop being? Does the word penetration tester stop being funny? Um, I'd say never. <laughs> there is no limit on the number of years. Okay. into doing that where it stops being funny it is always funny okay yeah and i always like to say it at parties uh to cute girls and they say oh my god this, what is it called and then i say this sounds like sexual harassment already are you gonna be me too <laughs> well it's usually people harassing me about it i oh, say it true. thinking that it's gonna be funny but then sometimes people take it a little too far and i'm just like i i wasn't really introducing a sexual like innuendo there but if you want to, you can, mm. and I'll be I'll be fine with it. But but I do be I do be penetrating. <laughs> Is that what it says on your business cards? On and off hours, ladies. <laughs> yeah, when I when I uh, reach out to clients, I um, just let them know that I that I do penetrating. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then it's 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 sort of like like the sort of a wink and a nod. They they know that you're that you're good. You, similar to the other guest I brought on, Sean, you are also uh, heavily into music and obscure music and oh yeah, we're a oh. radio DJ. I just realized what you meant by bug collector. Unless you meant unless I'm wrong. So digital of of the, of the bugs, right? Digital bugs, not real bugs. Not oh wait, no, you haven't heard of this. It's also like a thing in like really intense fetish communities. A bug catcher is somebody who wants to catch sexual diseases. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's yeah, a third entendre because I was going with just basic actual bug collector because that's the most salient to me. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, as an, yeah. Entomol- as an etymologist, I'm not a nasty ass, gross ass like ball. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, gross, my man. Is that I, not? Hey, like we're not a here to shame people. Known, uh, is that not like a commonly known thing that bug catcher is a fetish? I, I don't. Am I? I'm not positive. Okay, I don't know for anything. You're not a good bug catcher. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had like a like a net in Animal Crossing, so I am good at catching bugs. I know how to sneak up on them, know how to catch tarantulas and hunt them all night. So I'm I'm good at hunting bugs and technically not bugs, but that's okay. The rack. Oh no, I forgot I'm talking to a bug nerd. <laughs> Shit, I can't hold a candle to you in bug speak. Yikes, Adrian. Oh. Give us your top five bug facts now. True bugs are only those in the order Hemiptera. Bugs are the, they, they contain the only insect that lives on the open sea, um, which is a water strider that lives in the ocean. Uh, order, no, genus, Halobates. Uh, that's two. I don't got any more than that. If you want, true bug uh, is uh, Hemipterans, and it specifically is like piercing, sucking insects, so like aphids and things like that. Is this one of those? Uh, is this one of those things where the word "bug" came about first, and then scientists back created like a category for them based on like evolution and the scientific names, or is "bug" specifically a scientific word that then entered the general parlance? I think it might be the first one, okay. um, but it's still kind of used casually, even like among like my job. Technically, my senior year of uh, college was a bug farmer, even though I worked with butterflies, which are lepidopterans, which are obviously not hemipterans. So like, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the joke around the office. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a four, that's four facts for you, and there you go. Thanks, thanks for laying them. Oh, laying them down. actually, quick one more fact, if you if you guys will indulge me. Do you guys know that the origin of bug in in the computering sense? Yeah, like I, the actual bugs stuck in the uh, in the vacuum tubes of the, yeah. the first it, computers. You know what's really cool is that that story actually happened, but it's not where bug comes from. Oh. Ooh, yeah so that is a true story it's not a fake like origin it's a fake origin myth but it is a true story uh, i always kind that, of like, assumed it was fake it sounded like some bullshit somebody says yeah you can you can google it and there's and there's a moth like taped into a notebook that says this was found in the eniac computer or something from oh, like 1970 yeah. so the story is true but there's evidence that people like thomas edison were using bug to like describe issues with like mechanics and uh and computing stuff or whatever like hmm. way before that story ever happened it also just makes more sense like a bug is something that's bugging you like you would think that it would have like kind of like an eternal yeah welcome to Bugcast. <laughs> oh god bug snacks case we do bug snacks bug catching bug hunting uh bug anything um and then yeah so the music part of your introduction yeah, you so were also a DJ. Was a college radio DJ. I had a bunch of awful, terrible shows. One really good one. Uh, 
fuck, luxury club. <laughs> Took us like river. Um, then I had like uh, some fun ambient ones. Uh, my favorite was called Noise. Uh, it mm-hmm. happened on like Tuesdays at like eleven. It was me and my buddy Garrett, and we were both DJ Drake. So I was DJ Drake, and he was DJ Drake, and together we were both DJ Drake. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that was also your group name. Yeah, DJ Drake. So God bless DJ Drake. Also me, DJ Drake. Yeah. One of one of your many monikers you've gone under. Yep, that is true. Along true. with what, what else can people find you under other than Ben Siri oh, no. and DJ Drake? <laughs> uh, you can search uh, Trobro, short for Tropical Bro. Uh, that's 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 sort of a cute one. Um, another another college nickname. Or you can find him anywhere around Charlotte based on his vanity plate that also says Trobro. It's true. Or you can find him just about town in his tropical flat brim. It's true. <laughs> I, I stay posted in the um, Hawaiian florals 24-7. I uh, just can't seem to break away from it. Uh, just got a horrible personality and fashion sense. So for our third segment this week, are we doing a tropical tip? Oh, I Ooh. could absolutely give some tropical tips i'm so good hibiscus flowers are the best out mm. of any flowers to be printed on a piece of clothing yeah trader joe's <laughs> approved you order. Oh, you know my man if you know you know all right so that's our uh that, that's all there is to know about benjamin he's a he's a bug bountier he's a he goes by trobro likes obscure music lo-fi house mostly right yep that is absolutely lo-fi house and just generally electronic do they call lo-fi house music Shaq? They sh- oh, <laughs> fuck. Yes, they sh- they they do now. Uh, every everyone will know after this to be calling it Shaq. I'm uh, going straight to rate your music. I'm creating a new genre, and I'm going to move all of the lo-fi house albums over to Shaq. So you're telling me I shouldn't have downloaded that app that like makes it look like I'm drinking a beer when I tilt my phone? That's the only good app, actually. That is, that, that, that's the one app that's been verified by security professionals to be 100% bug-free and also perfect. I love pretending to drink a beer with my phone. I, I remember getting an iTouch, and that was the first fucking thing I did. Did you really? Oh my god, I downloaded the beer drinking app. I was like 15, and I guzzled that <laughs> I, I was a little pissed. I didn't think it had enough like I didn't think it had enough like gulping options. I don't think it had enough styles of beer, colors right, of beer. Right. Yeah, I, I think it was, the like, pour was a little limited. heady too. It was yeah, it was yeah, a bad yeah. pour. Hmm. That's true. I, I mean like it, but those those kinds of flaws are what really gave it character <laughs> in my opinion. And it was just such a fantastic experience overall. And completely free of security flaws. My favorite app was uh, before they introduced the flashlight option, the flashlight app that just maximized the brightness of your screen so you could use it as a flashlight. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jesus. There was like a Wild West at one point of like stupid bullshit. It was beautiful, man. It's like at one point, I think I downloaded a level app to make my phone usable as a level. And in retrospect, why did I think I would ever need that? Like, I was going to be like, is this object perfectly flat? <laughs> I think I, I think I had that one, but it was like a whole tool set, so it had like a ruler on it too. Like I needed a ruler. <laughs> like you might need a ruler. You for know, like five in case you need to measure my fucking dick. And like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more than four. This was back <laughs> when phones was... had like four inch screens. <laughs> yes. Oh man, those were the days. And then, was there anything else we have to talk about? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A- 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 ben had a media roundup, some best albums of the month. Ooh. Yeah, I've got a couple things too. So uh, Ben, as the guest, you can always go first. All right. So I so I, so I got a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Things I think are pretty fucking cool, but not everything came out this year. Just these are some albums that I've been listening to a lot recently that I think are so so good. I've been listening to Scacco Matto by uh, Italian producer Lorenzo Cini. Uh It is one of the most bonkers albums I've ever heard. Uh, it got released on Warp Records, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. But it's like... Are they the ones that do Warp Tour? <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of a side project. It's not their main thing, mm. you know. But uh, R.I.P. Similar, similar. But um, I would describe his music as like techno-pointillism. It's like these dance stabs that are just super staccato and it is uh, a joy to listen to it makes, makes sense he's italian very good um another is anthony naples he's got some fantastic albums like fog fm and take me with you it's like um atmospheric lo-fi just very chill relaxing house the kind of stuff you'd hear at like you know 3 a.m on adult swim it is so good i uh, i think he was my most streamed artist last year and it was for good reason and Gulcher Lustwork with Dark Bliss is one of the goofiest records I've ever heard. It's just this guy who does whisper rap over just like minimal house beats. And he's got this mm. one song called Red Rose. Absolutely amazing. And then we've got Park Hai Jin, who is similar to Gulcher Lustwork, but she's Korean. And um, it's just very satisfying Korean whisper house rap. It's, it's good stuff. We can get a picture of Gulcher Lust where he looks like someone we would have known in college. Mm. Gulcher's so cool. I like how Ben's really trying to infiltrate our uh, Big Facts No Cap Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I just I just knew that you, you guys had to do whatever I mentioned and it was going to get in there. Of course too, yeah. Do any of these have like a lyric that like was really inspirational or nice to you and can you give us a, a quick... Yes rendition so for red rose by gulcher lust work it goes i got a red rose and i'm gonna throw it in the trash and that's it is that like the flow that's his delivery damn bars it's good shit if we're talking about weird shit um for some reason there's some qualitative difference between me sleeping for a night and me napping two things one if i nap it's the only time i get sleep paralysis but it's also the only time I've ever drooled in my yeah, life. Same. The only I time hope... that I drool is when I yeah. nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I only ever drool when I nap, too. Man, I had the weirdest sleep paralysis experience while napping the other day. Yeah, I uh, am not the kind of person that can remember their dreams, but I just remember it was horrifying. And it only happens while napping. It's weird. I'm just never napping. What is, I, is right. this? Is this too personal? What did you see? What was your horrifying? Let's not talk about his health monster. <laughs> his health issues. Was it me? It was. It was Paul standing over me. I think he was actually there. Actually, yeah, it would make sense. Spooky. What do you see, Adrian? Uh, it's more about what you don't see. It's more about like the feeling that something's there whenever I get sleep paralysis. Mm. But for real, that's advice that I read that's helped a lot. Is whenever you get into that state, try and go through the motions of trying to wiggle your nose and it helps you get out of it. It's good mm-hmm. to know. Makes sense. I've never gotten it, but it sounds horrifying. It sounds like the worst thing ever. 
Yeah, it's weird. I, it, it's, I have that in combination with an issue where sometimes I'll think that I've woken up for the day and go about my day not realizing that it's a dream. And I'll get like seven or eight of those in a row before I actually wake up for the day. So I've like done like I've done my entire routine for the day and like showered and stuff and woken up and realized like, oh, I haven't done any of that. I'm just <laughs> I, I, that was all a weird dream. Oh, no. interesting that also sounds like such a good way to throw like to throw your whole world into question <laughs> it's the reason i'm a nihilist for sure it feels like you have to have a really deep like internal you gotta have like really deep thoughts about what reality is after one of those i've never had that my dreams are never so mundane i'm, I'm never just like brushing my teeth yeah, Paul's in like a like a hot air balloon. I also like have never fl- flown in a dream. A lot of people fly in dreams. I've never I've never had one where I'm flying. I'm pretty grounded, I gotta say. Mm. I've been able to travel really fast, but still running, like still on the ground. <laughs> Paul, you you're 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 pretty quick. You're pretty agile. I am agile. Paul runs around the house like there's no tomorrow. Like like he's got to win a race or something. If I was a Pokemon, my my move set would definitely have agility. Absolutely. Mm. Paul, Paul would be doing double team. Oh, also, Paul notoriously toxic. So, like, that's his move set. Is he tries to poison you and then uses agility to evade all your <laughs> counter attacks? Yeah, yeah. mm. That's that's smart. That is a good one too. Also, headbutt because my no hair really just helps me. What up, Cubone? Good look. Uh, can I bring up a quick media roundup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do it. Do it. Uh, documentary that I watched: The Devil and David Johnston. Enjoyed it. My note that I wrote is it genuinely made me feel a lot of feelings. So if you want to feel a lot of feelings, it's about a uh, outsider musician who lived a pretty crazy life. Pretty good. An out an outsider to a genre or like no ta- like no musical training whatsoever. What's the latter, that? yeah. That the, like the category of like outsider musician. What 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 age like what era did he live in and what genre did he make? Uh, he did singer songwriter uh like acoustic guitar music and he lived he most of his work came out in the 80s early 90s oh okay kurt cobain was a uh, notorious fan of his he used to wear his uh his uh merch a lot um so around that era and actually that's the only thing really worth uh mentioning i was gonna go on a thing about how i went down a weird rabbit hole of looking into the life of bf skinner yesterday but i'll i started reading his books so i'll bring it in later when i've actually read more of his book Apparently him and Noam Chomsky used to go after each other. And then the reason I showed that to Ben was because he showed me a really cool modern animated movie that was also like, uh, what do you call it? Like a single artist's vision or like a, an auteur film. Yeah. Um, Felix Colgrave has created his own sort of sub oh, genre of like, uh, yeah, of like just weird like monsters and bugs and characters and... He's just so good at telling a story without actually having any words. It's so like accessible, but so disturbing at the same time. It's but also just beautiful. Yeah, animated movies led by one person are always kind of a trip. They're always well, very I mean, wild. he like explicitly has a very psychedelic style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you watched Throat Notes, Adrian? I have not. No, you got to check that out. It is fantastic. Okay, and then we had uh, grievances. Ben, have you listened to anything on this podcast that pissed you off? Um, oh, man. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I believe you gave the uh, Dorian Electra album a 6 out of 10, Adrian? Uh, 6, closer to a 5 than a 7. <sighs> that is wrong, and I hate you. 
I accept that. Paul's already yeah. expressed that opinion. I know. And I was mad because I wanted to express that opinion. So I'm also mad at Paul for beating me to the punch. So I'm just all, all I'm, I'm pissed at both you guys, actually. Um, oh, good. Don't, don't make me go get this. My, my Dorian fedora, which is downstairs. It says gentleman and milady on it. It's fantastic. It's so good. I like that. I've been slaying like a king wearing that fedora. Wait, wait where does, I know uh, Dorian's California based. Do you know exactly what city? I do not. No. Uh, because I was going to say we could get them to like come at Adrian. Even if I did, I would not dox them. I think they're in LA. <laughs> They're, pro- they're probably in LA. There's yeah. no way they're in Davis. Could you imagine? I don't think they're hanging out in Reading. <laughs> is that it? Is that that's your one grievance with the show? There has to be other things that have made you angry. I I've I, so I only listen to the show things. while like uh, driving, so I don't have a chance to like make a note of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I, I wouldn't say too much. Okay. See, that's the difference. Amelia has pulled over on the side of the road to take notes before about what she's angry about with our podcast. <laughs> I will listen more critically next time and I'll rip this shit apart. No, no, no. Paul. Stay where you're at. You're at a good level right now. <laughs> okay. Right. Amelia did hurt my feelings. <laughs> All right, AJ, you want, you want to get into it? Yeah, dude, let's get into this. Uh, you want to go first or second? I think your column is better this week, so should should... So Ben, your name is Benjamin, huh? It is. So, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. how, how about that? That's crazy. It's actually Bin Yamin. Bin Yamin, son yeah. of right hand. Yeah, correct. Yeah, not not many people know that. That's called Arabic. Wow, I didn't know I was Arabic. <laughs> oh shit, we're both Arab. That's so cool. I'm like I'm like Irish Arab though. It's, a, it's sort of a different thing. Wait, is this where we introduce the actual third segment? Which is is it? elvish or is it arabic <laughs> <laughs> all right so um this week i figured since we kind of have one of those ones where i don't really know the guests but paul does but we know both know paul very well we're both friends with paul i decided to bring in the article from the cut all of my friends are terrible but i love them what can i do and i figured ben and i would relate to that one <laughs> uh, oh wait you're so... <laughs> not gonna do the call of andy one <laughs> <laughs> no no no. that was just a joke i just wanted to bring that in <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is from Slate. It is Karen Feeding. Uh, the article title is Don't Call Him Andy. Subtitle, I hate the nickname my son's classmates have adopted. How can I get them to stop? And it's from October 17th, 2019. Yeah. Have you always gone by Ben? Has, does anybody call you Benjamin? Um, I say Benjamin at Starbucks, so I can hear them yell it out over everyone else. It uh, has a clearer ring. It's a little bit easier to hear. And it's not like just a model monosyllabic bark so i think it's a little bit better but uh almost every other situation i'm just been i'm gonna go ahead and quickly say benjamin's a good one because both are like properly adult enough it's not like going by like tommy and then having to go by mm-hmm. thomas when you get older like you can kind of go by ben at any point it's like or or billy and aged. william william is a hard yeah, one yeah. if they start calling your son billy <laughs> yeah yeah it's over you um, know what happens oh. to billy's <laughs> Yeah, what's the other one? There's like, um, oh, Augustus and Gus. Gus is such a like, Gus is, Gus is such a like a uh, soy version of the name Augustus. What oh, I thought like, it was, I guess uh, culturally, I just assumed it was Gustavo, is what I would say. Gustavo. <laughs> Are people who like people who go by Gus named Augustus? I think sometimes, sure, right? Yeah, Augustus Johnson. <laughs> yeah, 
That's a person, I'm sure. <laughs> just made that up. Oh, for Gus Johnson yeah, from yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wait, yeah. let's see what Gus Johnson's real full name is. Do you Gus think Katori? it's Gustavo Johnson? <laughs> it, I, I'm, I'm betting that. His I think it's just Gus. Gus. Is just Gus. Oh, you think his real name is Gus? Yeah. Just no, Gus? no, it is. It is Augustus Cornelius yeah. Johnson. Damn. That Wait, is... no, 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 no. Go back, go back. Sportscaster. Oh, Sportscaster. That is not him. Go back. Well, disambiguation, and then we can find comedian. Him. Oh, Gustav. it's Gustav. Hey. So you were right. Adrian. I did not expect to win that one. So we're both right. We're both right because some Gus Johnson, <laughs> the sportscaster Gus Johnson, is is Augustus Johnson. Okay, he's not nearly sure. Sure, sure, sure. Well, he has a way longer Wikipedia page, so the sportscaster is more famous than the comedian. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know not with our not with our age group. Um, yeah, well, nobody here likes sports, so how are we saying this with any authority? <laughs> All right, Adrian, why don't we jump into the uh, column? Well, I just really quickly wanted to make the point that I do envy, but also don't envy. I don't know. I think it seems cool to be able to have a name like Augustus where you can go with like a really formal ass name or you can go by Gus to tone it down. Like, uh, it seems like a cool, like ability to code switch in your life. Mm, absolutely. Well, Ben mostly uses it for Starbucks employees, so yeah. that he doesn't have to now get I, now, now, now I kind of feel like a dick that I have this ability to do something cool, and I don't use it for anything cool. Yeah, why don't you use that as your hacker name, Benjamin, so people really are scared of you? I, I don't think that, that would intimidate anyone. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Also, you have, I, I feel like, Ben, you need to recognize your privilege. When you talk to the bitches, you can be like, call me Benjamin, don't call me Ben. When you're with the Rastafarians, you can be like, call me Benjamin. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that's true. When you're that talking was... to the Arabs or the Jews, Benjamin, baby, Benjamin, man, Benjamin. I just blend in everywhere. It's awesome. Karen feeding is Slate's parenting advice column. In addition to our traditional advice, every Thursday we feature an assortment of teachers from across the country answering your education questions. Here's the question: I love my seven-year-old son's name, Andrew, but I hate the nickname Andy. When we named him Andrew, we agreed to only use the long version and never the nickname. Until this year, everyone has called him Andrew. We moved over the summer, and somehow he has become Andy in his new school. I'm not sure how it happened, but after participating in a recent classroom event, it's clear everyone is calling him Andy. Kids, teachers, other parents. It has even spilled over into Little League. My son doesn't care whether people call him Andrew or Andy. I spoke to him about correcting people when they call him the wrong name, and we've practiced what he should say but he is not an assertive kid, and I doubt he's correcting people often. I made an appointment with the teacher to discuss the situation. She apologized and said that she would call him Andrew and speak with these specials, teachers, to make sure that they call him Andrew as well. She said she would make one class announcement, but that otherwise she would not correct students for calling him Andy. As you can imagine, this has been totally ineffective. All the kids are still calling him Andy. I made another appointment with the teacher, but she was not helpful. She said that Andrew never objects to being called Andy and sometimes even introduces himself as Andy. I don't know whether or not this is true. To me, this is irrelevant. He is seven years old, I am his mother, and I get to decide what people call him. She is not willing to correct the other students in the moment when they call him Andy. I would like to take this matter to the principal. My husband feels like I'm overreacting. He thinks we shouldn't make it harder for him to adjust to a new group of kids. If we don't get this under control now, he will be Andy for the rest of his life. Help! Not Andy's mom. Man, how- he- you, you can't name a kid Andrew- and live in a world where Toy Story exists and not think that your little kid is 
gonna be called Andrew forever. That's that's a ridiculous thing. It's it, it's either Drew or it's Andy. There there there's no Andrews that exist in the world unless you're a huge nerd and you were homeschooled. It's the only way that you could avoid that kind of a situation. I think there was a kid in our school who went by Andrew and he had a back race. <laughs> See, that's my point. Is that you are a huge fucking nerd, or you, you know, like didn't interact with any other children or people whatsoever. Like my mom wanted me to be a Benjamin, but it, it did not happen. People shorten it. Oh, so you've been through this exact thing. This is yeah. a perfect column. I have that. been through this exact thing, and my brother's name is Andrew. Did you? What did people call him? Drew. Oh, Drew, because Drew. that's what I call him. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Like, and how about his vows? Like at the wedding, did they say, "Do you Andrew take blank wife," or did they say, "Did you Andrew Drew take blank wife"? It was it was Drew. It was Drew. It was even Drew. like at the wedding. Okay, I think so. Paul, would it surprise you to learn that uh, my sister Dorley is one of these people, and that she tried to force a nickname? There was a while where, when she talked about when she wanted kids uh, as a like a high schooler, and uh, thought about that. Where she wanted to name one of them Scotland, but specifically said I wouldn't let them call him Scott because I don't like the name Scott. Wait, is Scotland a name? Do people are people's names Scotland? They will be when Doralee's done with them. <laughs> thank God she became a thank God she became like an anti kid haver. I know, right? Yeah. At first, I think she wanted two kids: one named Scotland, one named Brazil. <laughs> I mean, I I I can't clown on that too much. I think naming kids colors would be awesome. Like a, like Are we gonna a, get into George Costanza and name them seven territory? Is that where we're going right now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I remember making somebody viscerally angry when I suggested they should name their dog Covered. Oh, that was a cute name. <laughs> oh man, my Little sister's cubby? so good at naming pets like that. She had a she had a fish named Horse. <laughs> so yeah, naming a fish is a really like low risk situation that's you can true. really that's go true. with a stupid name you it's can, not you, gonna affect you, you anything you can go with anything i i had a hamster named popcorn yeah but that's a that cute name that's cute oh that's name. adorable yeah yeah i guess naming anything after food that's a pet it's totally fine yep like horse <laughs> dude horse is delicious <laughs> dude i slam horse meat all day oh uh, comes in a can or if you're Army Hammer, human. That's a topical joke for everybody. Look it up in the news. Army Hammer is a cannibal. Um, I didn't have a middle name. I know you get to choose yours. Yeah. Although my parents wouldn't let me make it. Uh, they wouldn't let me make it. Uh, horsecock. Horsecock. Paul Horsecock. <laughs> I I actually knew a horsecock middle middle name in uh, college. I uh, won't won't reveal his name here, but he 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 went by Horsecock as right. as his middle name because he had a Horsecock tattooed on his ass. I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, it sounds that sounds right. Absolutely. So really quick, I just wanted to ask the question of: Do you guys know any people who are like this without a crazy mom? So people who insist on going by the long version of their name. Mm. I uh, typically call people by their full name sometimes, even though other people call them by a nickname. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a very smart person, and I forget things frequently. So oftentimes, I'll kind of remember what somebody's name is, and I'll either shorten it or make it longer myself. Definitely in my mind, I know for a fact I've called like Will's, Williams, and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've also seen that before in the reverse direction, where we had a guy on our um, soccer team named or who who went by Luke, 
And one time our goalkeeper was giving us like a halftime speech and he kept calling him Lucas. And at a certain point after like three times in a row, he was like, it's just Luke. <laughs> just don't, don't call it's me Lucifer. the full name. Yeah, yeah. I, I do shit like that all the time. I'm definitely like very guilty of that type of thing. Like calling a Luke Lucas or something. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. But you think I it's just, like a safe bet to go with the long one? I don't, I don't, my brain doesn't remember specifics. <laughs> Paul hmm. can't read an email signature. Paul's also kind of just a bad listener in general. <laughs> That's not true. I'm a great listener. That's false. No, it's false. I I, I haven't heard you say anything. <laughs> I don't feel heard right now. <laughs> and you're not valid. And I want to make that perfectly clear. Shit. Damn. All right. Anything else before we go into the answer? Or anything or have we given any advice yet? I mean, this person is just really irrational, right? Like, yeah, he's just a whack job. Yeah, it kind of seems like a thing that you should have understood your son is seven if we do the math this came out after um you know toy story was a thing 2019 so you named your son andy in 2012 like you you had enough time to understand what you were doing and you could ask the teacher to call your son andrew so you have a role model that other students are following but it's still like a bit of a stretch i don't know should she have given him a name that she liked that couldn't be shortened like paul yeah, that, that might have worked too, so, th- so there was no other, other option. It seems weird that you would want a name that could be shortened. You know, I was going to say Adrian, but th- that can become Dre. <laughs> Dude, are, are you about to become Dr. Dre when you get a PhD in bugs? Has anybody ever called you Dre, Adrian, or is that just like too much of a jump? Like people don't make that jump naturally. Dorley calls me AG. I've heard Age Cage. I've heard Pellucci, Yanni horsecock all of those things have been nicknames <laughs> at different points in my life but oh horsecock is like people being ironic and cute with you yeah it's kind of like when you name the biggest dude in your group tiny yeah <laughs> <laughs> or when you name paul curly <laughs> <laughs> okay but never dre cool yeah i've never gotten no, no. a nickname no they forgot about dre uh, paul i thought your nickname was terrorist <sighs> you guys see what i have to put up with racism <laughs> claims of being a bad listener irishness oh, oh just the worst things in the world i am more irish than i'm italian and i and i wish i was more italian you know so i didn't have to be so irish around you all the time how have we gone through this whole thing without mentioning the fact that you guys are actually roommates yet oh yeah we're roommates story over that's it yeah we do be roommates. Uh, we bonded uh, when I got drunk and I told Paul about the weird porn that I was watching. Um, I didn't know you remembered that. I thought you were too drunk. Oh, I remembered that. That was that was a cringy moment, but it was the first time I really bared my soul to somebody. I said, Paul's a good guy. He didn't judge me as nearly as much as I thought he would after telling him that. It's a good thought, judge of character. I thought we bonded over you telling me about the story about your ex. Really, we bonded over me not judging you off of doing <laughs> that, of doing sketchy things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, we came up with a rap song. And yeah, you guys, you guys heard it here first. Ben murdered one of his exes. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I didn't know we were going to talk about crime today. Um, I'll have to ask my lawyer about this, but... Uh, so we should be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. You and OJ are in a support group together. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. You gotta get in contact with Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Need some of that white glove service. 
Oh, uh, that was another really good part from um, that show by uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's Anyone Who Is America, where he's with the OJ, and he just keeps pretending the whole time, where he's like, he's like, I really want, like, he's pretending to be a wealthy person. He's like, I really want to do this business deal, but my, like, the person I'm representing, like, this rich guy, he did really, you killed her, right? <laughs> that's just the whole bit, trying to get him to admit the murder. <laughs> <laughs> then just like doing it in a bro way it's just like he has his girlfriend come in and act annoying like Sasha Baron Cohen's fake girlfriend in the scene and then after she leaves he's like oh sometimes you just want to murder them am I right <laughs> yakety yakety yak you just want to <laughs> and you know sometimes you act on it out of impulse and it's like what <laughs> you see so much blood and you think it was only in the movies and it becomes so surreal it's so funny like that yeah yeah that's a bit it's good it's good i'm sure if somebody's uploaded it to youtube <laughs> check that oh out. by the way in my rabbit hole of bf skinner um baron cohen's uh cousin or brother the one who actually does neuroscience research is apparently a, a strong opponent to skinner as well so that's another part of that whole controversy hmm. i don't uh, know who skinner strong critic is. you of... mentioned this and i just keep thinking of principal skinner from the simpsons no, no, dude, cl- classic behaviorist, like the one who like uh, did like conditioning with pigeons, like, you know, if you step on the thing, you get food, uh, did like really like classic operant conditioning work after Pavlov and stuff. I know Pavlov. All right, you got it. You got it. You got, <laughs> you it, got nice. it. Oh, this is a story. I mean, we're going kind of long on this episode, but I feel like I need to tell the story of when I was yelled at by one of the uh, kids from our high school in college, um, because... He would always, whenever we would go get food at Clemson in the dining hall, he would always want to sit long afterwards and talk. (laughs) I tried to do this thing where every time we left, I started tapping my cups twice and (laughs) hoping that I could condition him so that I could tap my cup twice and he would want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And I mentioned that to another friend. Yeah. And I guess he... Well, I mentioned it to my roommate, and he told the friend that we both know from high school, well, I'll cut this out, but it's Adrian. Mm. And he told and Jake got so pissed that I was, like, doing that and, like, screamed at me. Like, you you think you're so smart, and you think you're better than other people. Like, he, like, unloaded on me. Jesus Christ. Like, about how I was just the biggest asshole in the world. (laughs) You should have um, gotten his express consent before you had him be a part of an experimental study. Yeah, that's what I learned. It was about ethics and in psychological experiments now now i'm wondering how much paul has done to me in terms of like what kind of shit i will put up with nothing do you want a chocolate by the way (laughs) it worked oh no where are we what are we doing i think you were reading the answer but is this answer actually interesting enough can we do this one as a skip uh let me see if there's like if i can oh it's kind of long let me see if i can get the ethos of it hold on all right yeah so the answer is basically it's up to your kid. If he ends up liking Andrew better than Andy, he'll direct them that way. Otherwise, he'll just keep going by Andy because that's what he likes, and you should allow that. So, seems reasonable. Cool. Right. Any comments on that? That nope. seems fair, reasonable, makes sense. All right. Paul, what you bringing in this week? Adrian, this week I'm bringing in a new column, one we haven't done before. This one is on tisaphone.net. So, um, I can actually step in here because I I know Leslie, aka Hacks for Pancakes, aka Tiffany.net. Uh, she runs a fantastic blog about cybersecurity, 
um, career and education work, and I follow her on Twitter, and she is a huge proponent for women in cybersecurity, and uh, generally all-around awesome person. This is Ben just seeing this up on my screen. I did not pick this article at all, knowing that Ben That's knew crazy. this was. Is she a mutual? Does she follow you? No, she does not follow me. But but she's all right, guys. Well let's get some let's get some ads at Tiffany. Uh, get her to follow Ben. Hacks, Hacks for pancakes is is her Twitter handle. What what level of notoriety are we talking about here? I'd say um, like uh, like like not as popular as like Frank Ab- Abnegale in the sort of cybersecurity sort of like fraud that type of community but um definitely mid to higher tier cybersecurity expert and uh, thought leader did you know she had an advice column or is this the first year i knew she had a blog i didn't know she had an advice column so this this will be interesting to read all right well i've already read it and i need to use the bathroom so you want to take this one for me yeah and read it dear leslie i'm this girl like i said who just started working in the field and for the past four months i worked at this huge corporation who has among other services an information security related one offering technical technical security pen testing and non-technical security services at that time i had little information about advanced hacking techniques as well as the good practices that should be followed to secure our systems during the first weeks i got hacked by someone who's working with me and i was harassed and shamed by them since then I knew it because this person would talk about their findings to everyone, even non-technical people in the corporation. People would look at me, laugh, smile, smirk, or look at me pathetically in addition to other situations. Knowing that this person is an expert with 12 or more years working in information security and that I don't have any proofs on their actions, what should I do in your opinion? What kind of advice would you give to girls and women like me who want to work in the field but get harassed by their experienced coworkers instead of being encouraged by them? Damn, that's uh, a really fucked up story, and it's uh, depressing to read. Just because I thankfully you know, don't work in a toxic environment like that, and mm. but I do hear stories like this all the time. It's not like specific to cybersecurity whatsoever. It's really like uh, women in STEM fields, you know, across the entire industry, and mm. like mm-hmm. just this. This is an interesting situation because. According to her, she got hacked by someone who's working with me, which I'm not positive what that's uh, indicating. Yeah, what I want to know is what, like, what did they find on her personal computer that would lead to people snickering and smirking? That's so... Do you think she's in the same kind of porn as Ben? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Almost certainly. Almost certainly. But um, it's, it's a pretty unbelievably unprofessional situation that she's dealing with. Hopefully, Ben likes to put in a, a stick it in the USB into his hard drive in multiple ways. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think that, that story seems wild. Like if any, because at the beginning she mentions that she works at a multinational, right, or a huge corporation. For this to happen at a huge corporation, you have you know how many like levels of bureaucracy have to be like sidestepped. This is this is something that sounds like it could only happen at a smaller company, and it's wild to hear that it's going down at a huge company yeah so ben you read this and you think damn this is bad not less competition for me oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i I do not read it like that i mean i i I know people at my job who are like horrible sexists and you know make people feel uncomfortable but like it's the intersection of gatekeeping and imposter syndrome that like occurs in stem fields 
Yeah, absolutely. And this person absolutely is gatekeeping because he's acting better than someone and like making them feel dumb and not being helpful and encouraging. And I actually went through something kind of similar to this. I, um, it was my first day as an application security engineer and one of the penetration testers like sent me a link and said, uh, hey, Ben, you should click on this. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I would just rather you take me aside and just let me kind of know what the deal is and how to run my scans and you know maybe show me some vulnerability types but like it became this weird challenge and this sort of like you know mental fortitude of like you know do you know what malicious thinking is like and wait he sent you that email but it doesn't count as phishing if it's actually from his email and legitimate in every other sense yeah, I, I, I it was mean, like, like a it was like a phishing test thing where if you it was the hazing it, thing. It was it was a it was a link that like when you clicked on it, it would it would send like 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 a ping back to his system about. But wait, did system. he at least send it from a fake email? Because that doesn't count if it's from his real email. Because you are supposed to click on legitimate emails from people you work with. Well, he told me to click on it, and I was like, I don't want to click on. <laughs> that link. doesn't count. Obviously, that's like a <laughs> level of like no hacker would be able to do that. Like. Well, it was sort of like a double mind game of like, I know he's a hacker and he told me to click on a link to help me test something, but he's actually going to hack me. Exactly. That's why Paul doesn't open peanut brittle that I give to him anymore. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. It explodes everywhere. It turns into dust. That, that makes me upset because that's so stupid. So maybe people are doing shit like this. Yeah. Obviously this person at work, it speaks worse about the person trying to haze her, but it's also just like such a weird mind game. Like it, it's shocking. I don't know. It's like, what did they hack? I wish I knew what they got from her personal computer. Are they just like, you went here for lunch? Like, or did they hack her? Or I mean, from her work computer, or did they actually hack her, her personal computer, which is like a horrible violation of somebody's privacy. Yeah. And honestly, you should sue them. And big facts, no cap tip of the year. Get that bag. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Man, it, Paul it is really going for that Karen energy. <laughs> Uh, like being in this situation and wanting to go to HR can be difficult because you just started this job. You're probably young and you don't want to fuck it up because you are in security. You made it. This is your dream job. And then now you're getting harassed and you don't want to lose it just because of the actions of some other person. So like it, it, it can be hard to have to deal with the pressure of needing to come forward and out this person because it feels like something you could just deal with. But like, I mean, at a huge corporation, if you can get past that like feeling of like, I am going to suffer through this alone like you can you know have tons of resources at your side to help you with these kinds of situations because that guy is a total asshole and should not be working there all right but uh, no, no 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 i disagree with that my advice fuck that guy's wife become <laughs> his kid's new stepmom brothers okay my sister. advice my actual advice don't don't tell hr don't do any of that what you do is when he goes to the bathroom you get to his computer you do like an over well first you have to do like one of those over the shoulder like uh the shoulder surfing yeah you have to shoulder surf him for a little bit steal his password like that when he goes to the bathroom log back in and send an email to everybody you work with you gotta outdo him and haze him and embarrass him so you send an email to everybody you know one of the classics like i'm a i'm a poo poo pants doo doo head something <laughs> like that uh, mm -hmm. like, can confirm i've had that happen i like i like to eat i like to eat the poo poo uh, that's true that's true uh maybe you know maybe something like uh, my penis is small <laughs> i will say that this kind of story highlights something that i hate about like the offensive security community especially is that there's a sort of 
anti-virtue signaling of like doing you know bad and malicious things or knowing what like a bad person would do and then acting like that is like cool or signals that you are like a good hacker because you can understand that malicious mindset and it's just like it's so dumb like <laughs> well i mean it is like it's hacking right so a lot of the people who got into it like that like 90s the matrix vibe of like i'm gonna wear a hoodie and be like a criminal in cyberspace right. like a lot uh, of people who got into it are just, sort of just edgy. the the image of security though has just become so tainted by that that like people are so i guess wary to get into it and stories like this like just go to show that people are gonna be weird assholes too do you find that that there are like a lot of edgy people who are trying to be like uh yes but most of them cannot back it up and they are all total losers (laughs) how many of them whenever the mask ordinance came into effect just wore the anonymous mask (laughs) (laughs) more more than more than should should have done it it, god i fucking hate seeing guy mask on my feed i I unfollow anybody that I see has a guy mask. But yeah, the, the cybersecurity field is very welcoming, I feel like, if you avoid a lot of the more toxic people on like Twitter, like this guy in particular, who I'm assuming I might know on Twitter just because cybersecurity <laughs> is kind of a small field and people who are in it for that long are typically I'll get you. You know, kind of well-known sometimes. But yeah, I'm sure um, Leslie's got some interesting words to say. Also, one piece of my advice would be the part where she says she doesn't have any proof. It's like, if people are snickering at you in the office, you certainly have proof. People are not going to, like, lie if somebody comes down and asks them about it. They will throw this guy under the bus in a second. There's no way people like him. Yeah, I I mean, who is looking at her pathetically? Yeah, I I think that might be, that might be, like, (laughs) imposter syndrome, like you said. I think she might be letting, like, her view of herself get in the way i'm sure somebody there has to be sympathetic to her and would happily like be like hey yeah like he told me about hacking her because apparently this guy's like a 12 year old gossip <laughs> he's like i got i got i got uh, i uh, i'll pretend I. her name is isabel i got isabel i hacked her there's no way <laughs> i mean i i literally breached a fortune 500 company the other day you know like i i just can't imagine how you could get gratification from hacking your like 22 year old fresh out of college coworker when you could just actually be hacking. <laughs> you guys <laughs> heard it right. Absurd. Ben breached the fortune 500. He stole a Snickers from Walmart. Oh shit. Don't tell me. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? I can't talk about that. I'm like, I'm like under contract. <laughs> I do. I, I do physical penetration testing and I uh, steal Snickers bars from, from Walmart retail locations. It's, that is a better line when you talk to girls if you have the physical. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, baby. Okay, Adrian, the answer goes a little something like this. No, it goes exactly like this. This is a verbatim reading. Sorry for misinforming you. Dear I, your story gave me pause enough to discuss it substantially with several colleagues in information technology who have also worked in extremely hostile environments. This is a horrific situation. I want to make it crystal clear that this is utterly shameful on the part of your employer, your InfoSec colleagues, and your organization's corporate culture. I truly hope it does not drive you from the field. The most important thing I can tell you is that this is not your fault and this is not normal. The first thing I recommend you do, well, she said that multiple of her colleagues have worked in extremely hostile environments, and Ben said he had a colleague who did some bullshit to him when he first started working, so let's not say it's completely not normal. 
It shouldn't happen. I think that's one of those times where you use normal with a uh, connotation of acceptable as well. It's kind of like when uh, when Obama talks about what Trump did, and he's like, uh, my fellow Americans, uh, it's imperative to know that when Donald Trump uh, steps on the Constitution, this is not normal. Okay, okay. So this is just our <laughs> excuse to do our favorite presidential uh, impersonation. That was uh, that was one of my touchstones to Obama for a while, was when he gave that speech saying, like, this is not normal. Can you just uh, say Malia this is not normal real quick? Malia. Uh, and so me, Sasha, and Malia, <laughs> all Americans. Perfect. I'll just tell you. Uh... <laughs> the first thing I recommend is that you document everything that's happening in as much detail as possible, even though you do not feel like you have the evidence right now. Yeah, so she's kind of saying, for sure, you have, like if this person actually hacked you, <laughs> you'll be able to prove it. The activity you're talking about may not only be harassment, but violate hacking laws. Since device compromise is a concern, please maintain this documentation offline. What you do next depends on factors you don't mention in your notes. First of all, if you have a trusted supervisor managing outside your team or senior mentor in your organization, please turn to them for assistance and ensure that you are corroborating what has happened to you on paper. It's their responsibility to assist you in resolving the issue at a work center or corporate level even if you're not directly in the reporting chain. If there's nobody you can go to with confidence, the situation becomes substantially more unpleasant. Your options are to ignore the behavior, to stick out the requisite two years. Paul, can I uh, interrupt really quick? Please don't. I'm already having a hard enough time reading this. I was about to say, we did clearly identify who's the worst reader out of this group of three. <laughs> um, but no, I just got a like on Hinge, and it's a, it's a guy named Andrew. The serendipity of it all. <laughs> tell, tell him his name is bitch. Tell him his name is bitch name. <laughs> so, bitch name. Just say what's up, Andy, and he's gonna get yeah, pissed and send you. That's that a good article. test, dude. Wait, he's, <laughs> got, he's got nice eyebrows. He's got real thick, like. Uh, he's got he's got some bushy boys. I'll tell yeah. you what. He's got some. He's got I mean, some I don't real know about your in all the right places. That. I like that. About yeah. to crawl right off his forehead. <laughs> All right. Anyways, what are we saying, Paul? (laughs) Your options are to ignore the behavior to stick out the requisite two years of entry-level security at the organization. Your worst option. Seek employment elsewhere or contact HR representatives with the risk of retribution and legal battles that can bring. Obviously, my personal recommendation is taking you and your computer straight to HR. As a wise colleague of mine pointed out, this is most likely not an isolated incident. The behavior and dismal culture will continue for you and others. Sadly, in some places in the world with less employment protection, this can carry the risk of termination. Like America? <laughs> like what? All that employment protection we have here? I mean, so many states are right to work. Right to work states? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she didn't ask what state. I mean, like there's there's a huge cybersecurity community in India. So like it's, it's, it's hard to say where this person is from. Yeah. But even if they were in America, which I mean, I would assume based on like the percentage of people probably writing into this column. And- right the perfect english but also like isn't it pretty classic advice that hr is there to protect the company not to protect you and if you're in a yeah, right yeah. to work state i mean i don't know if that's necessarily like as surefire as she's implying that you won't just be fired and swept under the rug her advice is go to the teacher i don't want to tell this person not to go to hr because but you know what i mean like it's not I'd i mean say, companies have done some sketchy shit in the past no, it, it, i'm saying stick with take a vengeance back into your own hands yeah, do it, pull a Liam Neeson. <laughs> your yeah, go around looking for black people to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what what everybody means when they say do a Liam Neeson? 
<laughs> um, keep in mind that it's okay to confidently consult a lawyer within the terms of your employment contract and pro bono options may be available. If HR legal action is not an option and you can't find employment elsewhere and you're toughing it out to build entry-level experience, please network and find a local mentor and support structure outside of your company as soon as possible as well as much-needed emotional support. These people could help you study, network, bite back, and explore other recourse against your employer. Feel free to reach out to me anonymous, anonymously, and we'll try to connect you with somebody in your area. Best, Leslie. Nice. I think uh, Leslie handled that with uh, sort of an even keel and was realistic about the situation. No, but you're you're in Leslie's community, so you're, you're trying to be supportive of your fellow InfoSec professionals. Adrian, let's drag her. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought that was yeah unfortunate for that girl in that situation. I, a woman, excuse me. Hopefully, she is able to follow some of that advice and be able to make it out. I am hoping she is on Twitter somewhere and you know doing okay. But yeah, that was a good answer, Adrian. Did you have any uh, issues or addendums? No, just the fact that she should be doing vigilante justice. Yeah, she she just should learn how to hack extra hard and get that guy back. Yeah, like I said, like you said, use his email, send out uh, embarrassing mm. email to everybody. That that is like sort of a weird thing about cybersecurity culture, at least at my company, where I just sort of like had to start buying into some of the like retired cops and like military guys that got into security, as well as like the weirdos that got into it from you know hacking and like growing up on it and stuff. And then there's people like me who just thought it was cool. And, and mm. that's and that's it. That's oh, so you alone are one of the people who does it right? Interesting. No, Interesting. I, I I just have have like no background yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or or like personality that got me into it. It was just sort of like a that's a career path and I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Terrible for grad school. You got to have a good narrative if you're gonna write your essays. It's, uh, <laughs> are, it, are, like if you're going into grad school, you have to be like my grandma used to do cybersecurity with me every <laughs> Sunday, and that's once she died, I told her I was going to be the best cybersecurity person in the world, oh, and that's how you get into grad, grad school. school for cybersecurity. In my opinion, is the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> Wait, Ben, what are the different personality types? Because I think we can all guess like the edgy teenager who got into it to fuck with his friends. We know how they'll act in what sort of specific way. Yep. How about the like police officers and ex-military who got into it? Are they broy or are they like sullen and quiet and like very serious? Like what 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 energy do they generally take? The military guys have their own like like system of, of jokes and and like in in group like references that I don't get. Do you know about Jody's? <laughs> who? Jody's? It sounds like an in-group military thing that I. It is. That it's I no idea it's what military about. people call the guy who has sex with their wife when they're out. <laughs> when they're out on deployment. If <laughs> oh, <laughs> your wife cheats on you, he cheated. She cheated on you with a Jody. There's a lot of Jodies in cybersecurity. That's how they get into it because because the husbands <laughs> beat them up and then they uh, have to have to you know go to court or whatever and they talk about cybersecurity and stuff because they both hate their their wife and you know if you're trying to get to Noah. Military yeah, you dude. Know, just, uh, you know, that's a little reference you could throw out there, a little in-joke. Just, just military dude things. Oh, a little sweet life of Zach and Jody. You you hear at this conference while your wife's back at home with a Jody? It's <laughs> 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 more often than you think. Not bad. So yeah, there's there's the military cop dude, there's the edgy teenager, there's like um, sort of like lonely nerd, and there's like the cool nerd that did it to 
like hack their friends in video games is the lonely nerd or the cool nerd the one with the anonymous avies or both lonely nerd is definitely more more uh, prone to the anonymous avatars because uh, that shit is just like cringe and something you can kind of latch onto as a person that doesn't have a lot of friends but i feel like if you, you can kind of like how about Oh, sorry, go ahead. You can kind of be into security and hack your friends and be a bit more socially adjusted. And uh, you kind of, I guess, are less cringe, I guess. I was going to say, what about like the Ukrainian kids who like are hackers because they have a really good like like <laughs> computer, like high school computer program yeah. there. Plus it's like... Plus they have a terrible economy. economy. So they have all these tech skills and they just have to learn how to hack. I, or do those people not come to America to get jobs? I, I, so you don't I know actually, them as much personally, um, one of my coworkers is Ukrainian, so he literally fits the bill exactly. He's just a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the sense I get. It's just like it's kind of cool that their high school pushes tech skills so much. Yeah, um, those those are the people that kind of fall into the middle of just like you know got into it because you know, it was a good career, so they're regular. <laughs> exactly. I've been trying to think of jokes of like what kind of archetypes would be in cybersecurity, but it's too foreign to me. <laughs> Wait, what about what about like I've seen in movies you always have like a uh, goth girl hacker. Oh yeah, I'm mostly thinking of the girl from NCIS, right? <laughs> What's her name? Oh yeah, I, I I I don't know, but hacking with two people on one keyboard. Um, Paul and I are actually going to do that later. Yeah, it's called uh, nice. But I have like the Fisher Price keyboard, and Ben's doing the hacking, and I just get the hit buttons. <laughs> I'm mad that you talk. How long would it take you to hack into my email, given that my password is password one two three? Well, I I already knew that. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. I wasn't going to be a dick and, and and hack you like this guy and then tell all your friends. I I actually <laughs> that Fortune five hundred company that I that I hacked recently did have a password that was almost scarily similar to password one two three. So that <laughs> that kind of shit is out there. Wait wait is this. You hacked into Tesla and the password was Grimes123. Oh, I can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, the Hyperloop is great. It's going to work. <laughs> oh, man. Elon's going to come for me now. <laughs> the password was Grimes less than three, less than three, less than three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that in all of my password cracking word lists now. Cannot wait to get a hit. He's like, it, it's good because that's special characters. <laughs> it's a strong password it says so uh ben what's your opinion of services that consolidate all of your passwords what's the deal with those things are those good should i be using those yes absolutely um i i like it because i come up with a random um 20 character password for all of my services that i don't have to remember and Mm. um I, i you do kind of put all your eggs in one basket so if LastPass was to be, you know, compromised. It would be horrific, but you know, I have fifty different accounts, and if I reuse my password, then someone would know my password to everything. So it's sort of like it minimizes the the amount of like possibilities that you have for your password to get compromised and then reused elsewhere, um, because you have the ability to create strong randomized passwords that can be. Um, reused and like retrieved like easily and simply so it's it's a it's a really good idea i uh i want everybody to use it more often because my my parents refuse to do it and Mm. i always forget the netflix password because they change it and if we just had a password manager that we shared with our family it'd be a random 20 character password that no one would have to remember 
Yeah, but you know how hot, so, so, you want Netflix. Okay, first off, what's the risk if somebody gets your Netflix password? Plus, you want them to be short because you want to be able to plug them into like a well, Roku or a TV box. And if someone you gets your Netflix password, those, like, it gets sold to a teenager in Italy. That's that. That's what happens. Okay, and then you have to switch it, but yeah. nobody gets to do anything like crazy with your credit card or anything like that. I mean, like, I guess you could upgrade the services and get like more Netflix movies, but I don't even know how that works. Exactly, but you could dispute that. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, and considering that the benefit is that when you log in on your Roku, you don't have to use like the horrible remote to scroll through a hundred letters. I would rather it would just like five or six. A short password. That's like I don't five have or to six argue letters. with you on this, but almost every major streaming service does have a mobile authentication uh, flow now. You can cut this out. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Sometimes, sometimes you have to scroll through with those dumb little like, TV keyboard layouts, it's and that's dumb. exhausting. And I would agree with you for almost everything other than streaming service. If you want to log in on your TV, you might as well make those short, simple, and easy to type. Oh, Ben's actually totally on point with that, though, because I've recently done that with Smart TV, and all you do is you go to a link, and it gives you, like, a four-letter code to log in. Sometimes. Sometimes. Like, yeah. It depends on the For service, most services and it depends nowadays. on the TV, like, exactly, like, what version of, like, Netflix they have on. I don't know, Paul. I'm not I'm not on Pornhub Premium like you are, so I don't know, but for most, like, mainstream <laughs> services. You know I'm sharing that with my family. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> Here's my password to put for a preview. Yeah, Paul. Paul is Netflix up late, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's watching weird shit on Netflix. All all of the porn parodies of the Netflix originals that are just like really sad, but everyone's naked. Bo Jack me off Horseman, House of Cox, House of Cox, Hozark. That's a good one. It's not a good one. I'm so sorry though. <laughs> Stranger Twinks. Mm. sex education i don't know enough netflix uh <laughs> we could sit around doing this all day badly <laughs> all right do we have a third segment um no i didn't have one i thought ben would just hack into uh something for us go oh is that um, okay i was not surprised that paul was unprepared <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm being attacked I feel like Ben's on my team for most of these, so I'm just going to bring them all up now. <laughs> you want to do a Trump ban from Twitter and Parler getting taken off the App Store? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do banning tech. Oh, yeah, because that does fit in with the theme well enough, oh, I guess. Yeah, actually does, uh, because I, I don't know if I, I have, am yeah. prepared. All right, so, Adrian, today we're doing a, uh, brought in a topical, topical tip. tip for us, and I'm sure you've heard about this. I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, tech companies are cracking down on Nazis online. So, is that the Kraken that we were promised? What? Is that the Kraken that we were promised? Is them yeah. cracking down? When yep. they said what's cracking, what's popping, they meant who's cracking down on Nazis yeah. and Davy Jones type, type shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the moral of the story is um, if, if you trust right wing services online, you are going to get your information leaked and the platform is going to be unstable as hell and not last very long. Mm. Is that, is that what happened? These places got banned because of their ideological leanings, not because they were hacked or anything like that. Well, <laughs> Parler actually did get hacked before it got taken down. Oh, it's really? just uh, sort of a funny trend that has happened with like the more cringeworthy um, right-wing like social media platforms. Like um, a couple of years ago, there was a there was a Trump dating service where you could find like like-minded partners that were fans of President Trump. So you didn't have to. Yeah, how do you think to... me and Leia met? 
you know, I um, I had I had some thoughts about that, and it, putting them together, it makes a lot of sense. But um, some some hackers like were, were able to get into um, some like uh, Google Firebase API for the dating app, and they pulled back like every single conversation on the entire app's like three week history. Oh my god! <laughs> and posted it online. How how good was the best stuff? Oh, it, it, it got pretty cringy. It was mostly just, like, sad, lonely dudes. Oh. Uh, lots of men, very few women. It was uh, interesting. I feel like if you wanted to do that, you'd have to filter the data based on who got a response back to get to, like, the actually good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess a lot of it is probably, like, my grandkids don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> uh, my wife, gonna, my wife That's their opening line. <laughs> <laughs> my wife of 40 years left me. My grandkids don't talk to me. But you like Trump, so let's get let's hang my conservative goddess do you want to be my ivanka submit to me woman oh boy but yeah was there a same-sex option on the uh trump app i'm gonna have to do some research and get back to you because i I gays for trump man that's where it's at (laughs) i think i think you you made that joke or or referenced it but i thought that was so fucking funny what did they know that we don't (laughs) so just as a uh, as an in for the audience, me and Adrian actually had an idea for a third segment that oh, yeah. went unused because we decided that it was actually too like immoral and cruel to do, which was to both create grinder apps and see if, who could get a date first. Just having uh, the only thing in their Trump twenty twenty Trump twenty twenty in their bio <laughs> stop the steal. Yikes! <laughs> but then we decided that that was catfishing and immoral. <laughs> we were thinking more of the comedy benefit. So I actually signed up for a new phone like a couple of days ago to like do some hacking on a on a particular program, and I got a grinder verification text, and now I think it was you. <laughs> wait, wait! You never like you didn't try to hack Grinder at any point. Or? At at no point did I give this phone number to Grinder. I just got a new phone number. Oh, the last person who had the phone right. number. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. So so they must have attempted to log in, and I got their verification code. But I was just like running through my head. I was like, well, I I am technically on on their private program. What is the conspiracy or... going around right now? And I want you to use your big infosec brain that like keeps to the ground. Isn't the conspiracy going around that Trump is gonna use the presidential text alert system to contact all Americans? Yeah, mm. yeah. There, there's some like lieutenant general that said something like, "Oh, we stole Nancy Pelosi's computer, and we know everything about the election fraud. It's all gonna come out, and we're gonna have military tribunals broadcast twenty four seven for the next ten days straight." And the American people in the world will see what happened. And uh, I no, that's going to happen. <laughs> it's uh, They're just going to talk about it. It's going to seem like something crazy. And... This is coming out in two weeks, by the way. So any predictions you make can age like milk. <laughs> oh, that's true. Shit. Oh, my God. That's going to be so funny. If, <laughs> so if... when he actually does form a military tribunal <laughs> and arrest and execute Nancy Pelosi on television, boy, are we going to have an egg on our face? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Shit. Oh man! I guess guess we'll see. Um, I, I we we won't be able to put this out in uh, ten days if if that prediction comes true or false, or we don't have internet and we have an international blackout. You know who knows. My prediction is that Trump doesn't get impeached, and as his last act in office, Little Nas X comes out with one last remix of Old Town Road with Donald Trump on it, <laughs> oh my and that's his uh, that's his farewell. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that sounds awesome. That sounds like the the most peaceful transition of power I could even imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, any concluding thoughts? Uh, if you, yeah, big fact, no cap, Ben, Ben, Ben says something. Ben epic raps. Ben raps, absolutely. Um, change change your passwords, y'all. Uh, ro- ro- rotate them. Get a password manager and. Uh, Make them password one two three exclamation mark so I can uh, I can log in and check in on y'all. Make sure that you're doing okay. And my big fact is that if Adrian says you're a bad listener, don't let it hurt your feelings and just constantly stay on your mind and do something <laughs> that you can't get over for a whole episode of a podcast. <laughs> just don't listen to it. Yeah. Just close your eyes. Just don't look at the screen. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, don't let it really get to you and be very obvious that it really got to you. And my no cap is, if you don't want your kid to have a nickname, you gotta do a, an Elon Musk and just come up with a new name that can't be shortened traditionally. Oh, people are gonna call him X, right? They're not gonna say... They're, they're nah. gonna shorten that. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, buddy. It's been... It's been one. It's, it's been, been an episode. <laughs> it has technically been. It's true.